Welcome to the Voice of Many podcast show with Yolanda and Vanessa. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us. Our podcast would not be possible without you and our sponsor, Z Funk Production. Today's episode is about single moms who work and have taken on several life challenges and raising not one, not two, but three children on her own. Welcome, my guest and friend, Miss Patricia Nettles. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. Good, good. We're glad to have you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, so, um, Patricia, can you um, tell our guests and listeners, well, our listeners, a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm originally from uh, Virginia. I moved to North Carolina in 1998. Um, I have three wonderful children. I have a set of twins and one son. My twins are 20 and my son is 17. Um, I graduated here from Central Carolina Community College. I was associate in human services and also associate in criminal justice. Can you tell us about how it's been for you as a single mom with three kids who are now adults? Well, it has been some challenges. Um, Making decisions, I would say, would be the huge challenge because I had to be very specific in making a decision about certain things that um, had to be done throughout raising my children. So I would say... The most challenge was uh, decision-making and making sure that everything was in place uh, before I could, you know, make a final decision. I think that was the hardest thing um, for me being a single mom. Okay, and since you had twin girls yourself, how is it being a grandmother to twin girls? Wow, it's an overwhelming of emotions. Um, <laughs> to see... Two little these faces over again is like deja vu. It's like when you see them, it automatically comes to me, oh, yeah, oh, I don't have to do this. Yeah, I remember I got to do this. So it's just a joy that sometimes I can't even explain it. Wow, it's, it's, that's, that's rough. <laughs> it's a lot to think about. All right, so I know it's been... You went through the experience of even going back to college with your kids. And can you, how, how was that? How, how was that? And I know you had challenges just to do, deal with that as well. So how, how was that? How did you manage it? Well, it was a struggle. Um, I knew I had wanted to go back to school, but time was something that I didn't have a lot of, and I kept putting it off. And so one day I made the decision that, you know, I need to go back to school. Um, coming from a domestic violence relationship really was tough. So my children was eating, sleeping, and breathing from me. So I knew I had to make uh, the right choice in making a decision to go back to school. And I think that, and I'm glad I did, that was 
the huge part of my life is continuing my education. Mm-hmm. And it was a struggle and it's okay. It's okay. You know, you're going to run into some struggles sometimes, but you know, picking myself back up and saying, I can do this. And I'm going to tell you right now, I couldn't have did it without God and prayer. I would have never made it because I had to rely on him and he made ways possible for me that I could never have made without him. So I can say with all my struggles, you know, going through life, prayer, prayer and their personal relationship with him kept me hanging on and making it through. Amen. Amen. Who has been your biggest inspiration throughout your life? I would say my children um, has been the, I guess, the main source and inspiration through my journey because when I go off track, they put me back on track. And I like to share this little um, story of my daughter, Erica. Uh, I dropped him off at school one day. And yeah, I had gotten out of, I, I just, I couldn't do another semester because I was going in between jobs. I was trying to find the right job and the right daycare provider that could keep my kids, you know, so I could go to school. It was like heavy decision making at this time as the kids were starting back to school. So I had said I wasn't going to go that far. I said, because this is like too much. So the first day of school, I put my kids in the car, little book bags and the little stuff they had was just, just overwhelming to them as far as excited because the glitter and stuff, they were just, the book bags were just amazing. And that made me feel pretty good because they liked it. But what my daughter said next to me, it changed my life forever. Um, I got in the car. My daughter asked the mom, where's your book bag? Oh, you don't go to school anymore? Did you quit? Oh, it was man. the most hurting pain I think I've ever felt in my life. When she said that to me, I knew at that moment someone was watching me. Mm-hmm. After I put my kids off at school, the car wasn't going fast enough for me to get to CCCC to financial aid and to beg them to please, please get me in the fall. You have got to help me. I've got to get into school. They did everything they could think of to help me get into school. Every day, I was on that phone or standing up in that office asking for help. It was stress waiting for the reply from FAFSA to let me know if I could get into school. So every day was was very, every day was stressful until they called me and said, Ms. Nettles, you, you can go to school this fall. We have made it possible, but you have to do this and this and this. So I had all my paperwork and everything I had turned in. And within one day, so the waiting for the FAFSA to hear from them was very anticipating. Mm-hmm. So when they called me that day and said, Ms. Nell, you know, you get your books and your schedule, which I already made, you know, and your classes and everything is ready. So I ran to that store and got those books. I bought me a book bag. I was determined I was going to let her see me <laughs> with a book bag. If, if, if I didn't have anything else, I had to have that book bag. So the next morning, we got in the car. 
I picked my book bag and I put it over my seat. She said, oh, mom, oh, so you got your new book bag. So, <laughs> so you didn't quit? I said, your mother never quit. I said, have you ever known me to quit? At that moment, I knew I had made the right decision because I wasn't going back to school. If, if she hadn't said anything, I would have drifted away. Mm-hmm. But because of that, I knew what I had to do because, again, like I said, somebody was watching me. Mm-hmm. That's so true. That's That itself is going to be so, so powerful, so meaningful to to everyone, to anyone out there, whether you're going through, whether you're trying to make that decision. That is that is so, so awesome, so powerful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. You're um, welcome. Knowing what you know now about life, what advice would you give other single parents who are thinking about going back to school what advice would do you have for them? I would say going back to school, whether it is for six months, a year, please apply. If it's something that you really want to do, I know you will succeed. Never give up. Be diligent. Be strong. Life is going to throw bricks at you, but you take those bricks and you build something with them. And I have this thing that I always say. If anything that's worth anything, it takes sacrifice. When you have children, nothing should come before them as far as taking care of them and doing the right thing for them so they can succeed and strive and move forward in life. Man, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so very much. Well, to our listeners, thank you for listening to the Voice of Many podcast show. If you have any suggestions or questions, please contact us on our many social media web pages. Please don't forget to subscribe to our channel, and we hope to talk to you later.